0: Welcome to the Mastermind Series, where you get to experience Paul and Melissa in their mastermind brainstorming and sharing different ideas on marketing and sales. My question is, when starting out with no list and having to go to social media to do reach, what are, what are some best practices for that? I'm looking at specifically Facebook, and my worry is that I'm seeing a lot of people that have Facebook groups now Saying that as the admin of the group, they're getting practically no reach anymore. That maybe their members are getting some reach, but if they post something, maybe only one percent of their people see it.
1: So, you, your goal is: do you want to? Are you building a list, or you just want to build a following, or do you want to bring people into an offer? Like, what? Where do? You, what stage are you at?
0: List first. Okay. List. All right. So let's open up to the group. Does anyone have any feedback or suggestions, anything you've done as far as on Facebook with growing your list? Or have you seen anything that other people have done? There's Sarah. <laughs> I'll put my hand up. <laughs> so I actually launch, which builds my list. So I run five-day challenges to, and they're free challenges to then sell into my membership. Yeah. And it builds my list at the same time as launching. I so.
1: it. So one of the fastest ways to build a list is the launch.
0: Yes. All right. So then a question I have on that is, is who do you address the challenge to if you have no list yet?
1: So are you are you looking to do things that are going to be more organic? Or are you willing to do paid traffic? What's your your method? I
0: can use some paid traffic, but I'm not bringing in any money yet. So I don't want to spend a lot of money doing that. Hmm. All right. Sarah? I didn't use paid traffic when I started. So I'm a dog trainer. So I posted it it, I, I spent a long time doing it, looking for every relevant group that I was allowed to share my challenge in. The first challenge I ran, I had about 150 people in the group. Then I just, each time I gradually grew, I started finding more groups that I could share. So yeah, now, yes, I do run paid ads to it, which is so much easier. But initially I didn't I didn't know what was going to happen. So yeah, I did it all free. I just didn't, I didn't pay for anything to start.
1: I love it. Thank you. So we always have a resource we have to give up in order to have something grow when we build something. Mm-hmm. So if we if we pull back on the financial side, that means we have to give our time and our energy. We have to put the sweat equity in. So as Sarah shared, is what you want to think about, and I think it's kind of the illusion that's online, is like, oh, I have to create traffic. Nope. We're not getting people online that were never online before. We're not creating anything people are already online. They're already doing things. So we have to detour traffic that already exists. So we need to think of where are our people already hanging out? Where are they congregating? Where are they already having conversations? What's relevant to them? What's their natural engagement that they have all the time? And then we have to ask ourselves, like, are we invisible in that group? Are we invisible in that space? You know, and this is real world and online. So if you had a real world business, like, for years, we had a photography business mm-hmm. and it was in the wedding niche one, at one point. Well, we went to bridal shows. We went to like, we went where brides would be type thing, brides and grooms. Because if we weren't there, we weren't visible, then that's where the traffic was. Like we had to be relevant where they were. But we also looked at networking events mm-hmm. and we found other people that already had traffic and we got on their radar and we helped And in in a lot of ways. So we had a lot of other people that already had traffic. You know, like DJs, wedding uh, reception halls, things like that. We got on their preferred vendor lists and things. So that allowed, because they were already influencing these people. So on your end, where are people already hanging out? And in like Sarah's case, she found spaces where the groups or the spaces, real world or off online, they allowed a certain amount or a controlled element as far as being able to promote your offer or whatever it is. Not every group is set up that way. A lot of groups are set up by influencers Mm -hmm. that they themselves want to promote something so they're more protective. So you respect those sandboxes, that's those spaces, but where are the places that are safe that you can go out and create relevancy? When somebody wakes up this morning and they want a solution that you provide, do they think of you or do they not even know you exist? So we have to create relevancy so when they do think of this solution that they are looking for you. And the only way to do that is we have to put in the sweat equity. We have to to go in and serve and give value and show up in other spaces. And you can accelerate some of these things. You know, so instead of just posting, when we get off of this call in an hour, Mm -hmm. is an hour, right? Melissa is going to go into, she was invited to go into a paid membership group to give value on things that are our area of expertise. Because the membership is serving, I think this one, what, what's this group? Is this is it's a this group of end? engineers? Yeah,
0: but they have side they're in the entrepreneurial space too. Yeah. So
1: so it's something like we don't have we don't have a membership that goes after that, you know, an offer, but what our knowledge and expertise is in marketing, memberships and courses and everything, they invite it and they ask Melissa to come in and, and mm-hmm. speak. Now can you see how that authority is very high? And like because it's the person of that paid program is inviting Melissa in as an expert. So by default, we're probably going to see our email list pop, you know, today and tomorrow, people watching live, as well as the replay that are from this person's membership. So we do a lot of speaking into other groups. Some of you that are in Amy Porterfield's world would have probably seen earlier this year, she has a paid program that has several thousand people in it. And their team asked us to do an one hour presentation inside of their group to talk about a technique that we do for our challenges. So can you see how that like has incredible opportunity? Because this isn't a free Facebook group. This is a paid one where people are paying monthly and we have the opportunity to go in. We get the stage and go in and speak for an hour on a very specific topic, which then creates immediate social proof and and authority. And naturally people went and hunted us down for, for some of the things that we offer. Yeah. So it just, but we have to get out. We have to, what I recommend though, is uh, put it in your routine, a daily routine to go in and give value where it makes sense. And it's not always a straight line approach. You don't have to always look for like, you know, like in, for instance, in Sarah's case, like dog training groups, you don't have to, maybe just pet groups. And there's a dog question that comes up all the time, or maybe it's a dog agility group. And she actually does different types of training. She comes in and speaks a little bit differently. Like it could be a pet owner's group. It could be a different peripheral topics that would also have the same potential client you know in it but i would make a list and i would just go and see like which ones allow you to play in their sandbox and if you just follow the rules and put it in a daily routine mm-hmm. like give yourself 15 minutes don't spend all day give yourself 15 minutes go in give value show up get out come back tomorrow see if there's any posts that are relevant go in and give value next day go in and give value and you're just dripping and then suddenly you're going to find people are going to friend request you people are going to start clicking on your links people are going to because Good, better, and different. What do people do? It's called market research or other people call it stalking. (laughs) Is they're going to click on your profile. They're going to see your business. They're going to click through. You could have your cover image. Yes, they just make sure
0: your cover image is all up to date and everything with that too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and looks like Sharon, you had your hand up.
0: Just a question. How do you find out whether or not these groups that like I've been doing exactly that? There are a couple of them that are very explicit. You're not allowed to promote yourself. Does that mean you should doing things in there? And how do you find out which groups are not overtly saying you can, but do?
1: So what I recommend is that you treat this like the real world. And you wouldn't go in, like if you had a pizza shop, you wouldn't go into somebody else's pizza shop and hand out coupons to everybody and tell them to come across the street. So it's just knowing just normal social, because a lot of us think don't think that way when we come online, like we throw out the social cues that we do in real world. Mm-hmm. So what we recommend is always read the rules, number one. But typically what I do, when I do networking in the real world, people think I'm an introvert because I don't talk immediately. I listen, I read the room. And a lot of us don't do that properly. You should go into these online rooms and not immediately post. You should read the room. You should see what the tempo is, the attitude, the belief system, the vibe going in. Like if it's one person in there and they're controlling every conversation and they're the admin, you can tell what's going to happen. Your stuff's going to get deleted. You know, you're going to be booted out in, in a day or two anyway. It's like being respectful and somebody else. But just you see the tempo, what's going on. And what I'll tell you is like some of the groups that actually have those roles We become such a valuable friend and resource that the admins normally go out of their way to quietly make us aware of posts that we can contribute to. The rules are just there for the people that kind of come in, crash and burn, like they're coming in, they're like, boom, I don't want to make any friends here. I just want to take. And really, that's what a lot of times, but when when you're making deposits in a relationship bank, every once in a while, you're going to be able to make a withdrawal from that. And it's really because when you have that tempo that what happens is the admins, you're going to have a different type of relationship with them. And you're going to actually talk to them and, and you know, look out for them. They're going to look out for you. You know, it's just a natural evolving relationship. Mm-hmm. So think longer term mm-hmm. when it comes to those type of things. That's why we get invited to, to to speak in a lot of those is because we see the long game versus like trying to make a quick sale. Yeah. And, and and when you do that, it'll benefit your business as well as the relationships. We've had some people over the very, I remember Matt, a couple of people had a very large Facebook groups when we were in a photographer space, like we were so collaborative. They, people could have saw us as like competition, but we were so collaborative. There was two different Facebook groups at two different points in time that the admin just wanted to abandon, like they were moving on from the group and they gave us the group. <laughs> So one was Mark, that was yep. a lighting one. Yep. And the other one was about workshops. Yep. That was Matt. Yeah, Like they gave us a group. So we're like tens of thousands of people in it, you know, because we were just such a, a positive element in there. So just, just keep that in mind, you know, as far as the long game. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Patty, did you have something too? The one thing I was going to add is that I've been very respectful. If I want to post something, I send something to the admins and I ask. Mm-hmm. And if they say yes or they say no, I respect it either way. And they have started tagging things in my posts and saying, please share it in the group with me. So Wonderful. building that relationship with them and respecting that they do have rules for a reason and, and following them can be helpful. Great. Yeah. Right. I love it. Awesome. Awesome.
1: And here's a ninja thing. Sometimes when it's a big influencer, we give them access to one of our products as a complimentary give. And then they become one of our biggest raving fans and they actually promote us in their group.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just did that.
1: Yeah. So Hoping. Like, Excellent. You never know. There's no guarantees. You know, we're just improving our odds.
0: Awesome. So keep us posted, Kiva. All right, right, will do. Thank you.